Greetings, I'm Danny Filth of Cradle of Filth, and you're listening to the Weekly Geekly. And welcome back to another edition of the Weekly Geekly. As always, I'm the weirdo with a beardo, Lucian. It's are, a little bit smaller in here today. Are we gonna put huh. mood lights on? The mood. Oh fuck! We haven't put the mood lights on. <laughs> Brandon, play me some music. Amazing. And now a message from our sponsor. Imagine if we had, like, all of them. Alright, the mood lights are on. We've achieved immortality. Yes. Welcome <laughs> to another episode. Thanks for joining us. We just got past the spooky season. Now it's into the, the turkey month. Not, not my favorite month. It's my favorite month. Is it? Well, you know I love cooking. Yeah, but, I mean, at the same time, like... I love Halloween, because it's, like, right at the end of the month. Yeah. End of the month. <laughs> end of the month. You you like the candy. Um, I like the food making. I like the candy a little bit. I'm more into <coughs> the food. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that. At least we're not like Target and putting the fucking Christmas lights and shit up. Ridiculous news. No, they didn't even, they did that shit like last Monday. It wasn't even Halloween wasn't done yet. They they took down the Halloween stuff, put it in a small corner of the store, and then they're like, Christmas. 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 I'm like <laughs> It's here. You Scoundrels? Well, I'm not thankful for anything, dude. I went to whatchamacallit the Casey's, and they also had uh, Christmas shit there ready, and I was yeah. like, interesting. Hmm. Some places even have Christmas lights, like downtown Papillion. Really? Has Christmas lights set up already? Yes. Why is everyone so horny for Christmas? Because it's like oh, it's money makers, bro. But hey, hey, true. If it means people are in the season of giving a month early, I'm okay with that. I get it. That's usually not just how not goes. my thing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, 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 just let me believe. Way to be bit. a fucking optimist, Brandon. Yeah, I'm doing my best out here. So, in past episodes, we've done these geekly roundtables. I guess we would call them, where we all come to the table with a different topic we've been geeking out about, and I like it. I think it's a good new formula for the show. It's something different apart from our series, and apart from our specific reviews. But. We we decided the wheel was tacky, okay? We've been spinning the wheel online to figure out who's next. Spinning the wheel. And we've been we've been spinning around and round, baby right round. And you could say that it's just been one big tacky episode. So <laughs> we decided to switch it up. With We're gonna roll a D twenty. Everyone's gonna roll a D twenty. Whoever gets the highest roll goes first with their topic, and then we go clockwise. Clock. So okay. Nate, why don't you uh Start us off and roll the, the d20 here. 19. God damn it! Well, that's interesting. 19. Ooh. Okay, so that means we're tied, and at the end, if he doesn't get 19 or above, we have to roll again to break and the tie. And it makes sense that okay. we're tied because we have a topic together. Oh, shit. Six. Well, I was like, is this fucking dice fixed? <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. So, Nate, it's up to me and you. You, you want to go first? Roll another? You got the first 19. It's only well, appropriate. Well, then let's roll a six or a You want to roll four. a d6? Yeah. All right, I'll roll first. Take it in. One. Damn it! Let's see what happens. All man. you got to do is beat one. 
Three. Damn All right. I thought he was going to get a one. I was about to be so excited. That would have been honestly All right, insane. Nate, you're up to the, the board first. What's your topic this week? Okay. I, the first one that I want to talk about is have you guys noticed the flux of uh, Netflix having uh, different animes come out? Yes. Oh, totally. Have you guys taken any of the time to like look at them past just you know the little trailer that they have auto come on when it just scrolls by? Not at all. Not a, yeah. I'm not anime, but I know that they have rightfully so invested in their animation department. They have, and they've been. Um, it's not necessarily that they've invested in their animation department. They're picking up animes that like would be on Crunchyroll anyway. You know what I mean? So like, not necessarily that. They're they're getting the animes from other studios, which is smart. They're buying them. That you know is what smart. I mean? That is smart. Yeah. They, have, they have the capital. They definitely have the capital. They've been making a lot of money off since Redbox guys, Netflix brought to you the movies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Straight up. So, um, a one that I wanted to talk about is uh, Vampire in the Garden. It's only six episodes, so okay. it's short, short and sweet. The episodes are like forty five minutes long. So the episodes aren't short and sweet, but the series is. Yeah, we'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, the It's very tragic. The idea of the cartoon is that there is some sort of paradise where vampires and humans can coexist. Because they're at war. Great war. Okay. Oh, yeah. They're trying to eradicate the, uh, the vampires. So you find out a few episodes in that one of the main characters, actually multiple main characters, hmm. fell in love with vampires, which is weird. So like Twilight? Yeah, definitely. Okay. But like okay. mega violence. So yeah, adult Twilight. Yeah. That kind of romance. <laughs> and no vampire. I mean, uh, no werewolves. Okay. Yeah. They didn't make that. Okay. okay, so they didn't fully take everything from them. No, they didn't. There's okay. a lot of... Uh, you can see that it could have been potentially made by a couple of the people who helped with Ghibli stuff, but yeah. since he doesn't do like violent stuff outside of like, you're like, Princess oh Mono, no, okay, it's more yeah. just inspired probably yes, by it. Like yeah. the art style is very nice and okay, yeah. okay, that's cool. And it's a very good story. The story itself is very good. I'm not going to ruin too many spoilers, even though I know we do mega spoilers on the game. Yeah, yeah. Oh, totally. But you don't have to if you don't want to. No, I say, guys, take the time, watch the episodes. You guys will uh, dig what's going on. You find out that people that aren't trying to help are actually really trying to help because they've yeah. been through it before. And uh, the one of the main characters, the Princess of Vampires, definitely gets fucking rolled. Hmm. Great character, though. So what would you rate it? Like, well, out of five? Out of, oh. Out of five, I'll give, <laughs> oh. it, I'll give it a three. Yeah? That's yeah. pretty good rating. That's, not, that's pretty good. Definitely that's, average. That's worth, definitely a watch. Yeah, it's de it's worth the watch. I would say if you guys took the time to watch any new cartoons that were out, that would definitely be one that is uh, worth the watch. Hell yeah. Mm -hmm. Did you have any other reviews or anything? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, were we uh, going to talk about Chainsaw Man right now? Or do Fuck. You, right? you want to get yeah. into it right now? Yeah, hell yeah. Okay. So we're only going to talk about the first episode. Only the first episode. We plan to do a Chainsaw Man review. Yes, it'll be but, up there for the anime reviews, but this right now is something that I'm excited that he found himself getting into. Well, to be honest, like you told me to check it out, and then I really was like, I don't know. And then I heard some of the music off of it, and I was like, okay, this, very this sounds really metal. 
And last night, uh, Anastasia was like, you have to watch the first episode. It's my favorite episode by far. And I was like, okay. Like, she was like, seriously, if they would, if they could have just made this whole show into one big episode and started with this story kind of a thing, it would have been like a little bit better in her opinion. And I was like, Ooh, that's a different take. Yeah. So the first episode I watched it and I was immediately like, Oh, he's not a chainsaw man. And I was like, Oh, this must be the origin of chainsaw man. And it was. And there was, I'll say this, as someone that doesn't watch anime normally, Mm -hmm. it was easy to watch. Easy in what way? I I didn't find myself being like, why the fuck is he laughing right now? Or what is so funny? Or like, like, what is this weird social cue or this or that, the other? Did you notice that there was like a Western influence on the way... Excuse me, that mm-hmm. he talks and everything. Like a little it was bit. Actually, like it was a little more American yeah. sounding. Yeah, yes. and I was like, okay, I could kind of get with this. It's a little easier and fluid to understand, and like the whole story is pretty basic. It's not hard to follow. Mm-hmm. So, it it immediately kind of captured me, and then I was like, I want to know how he becomes Chainsaw Man, and he has that little devil with him, and I was like, oh, this is cute as fuck, and their whole relationship was adorable, Pucha. and like. Him, him just being a devil slayer and, like, this pretty much mob boss hiring him out to do it. Yeah, it's because, like, the Yakuza, his dad, commits suicide, first step. And owed them money, though. Owed them a shit ton of money. Yeah. So and he's the like, kid he, made it and worked it down. Yeah, he's like, you gotta pay your dad's debt off, motherfucker. And they sold some of his body parts. And then they're like, okay, you can be a devil hunter because he proved himself when he was younger. Yeah. I it, thought that was pretty badass. Off of just one kill. Yeah. He's like, fuck it, I'm going to You should hire money. me as a devil hunter. And they're just like, oh, okay. They're <laughs> like, all right, we were going to kill your ass and throw you in the river, but uh, we'll do this for a little bit. And they work him like a dog. They don't pay him shit. He lives in a shed. Like, it's pretty sad. It's brutal. He's like, I just want to fucking fuck a girl, dude. Like, He's that's like, all I want. I, die, dude. I just want to fuck a girl, man. That's all I really want. I just want to hug somebody. Or and, I want somebody to hug me. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty sad. But then he gets called out to work. And it's like at this warehouse. And he gets like essentially ambushed by like the zombie devil. Who's like the one demon, that makes yep. people into zombies. Yeah. Real piece of and shit. And I was kind of confused by like the... I'd say this part of the episode was the messiest. In what The way? beginning of this scene. Because, like, as someone that knows nothing about the show, they really just kind of jumped into it without any explanation. They were like, ha-ha, this is what I am, and this is why I'm here, and I don't like you. Like, the dialogue for the, the zombie oh. devil was a little rough. Well, um, it was because the mob boss was a fucking idiot. And sold his soul to the zombie guy. Right, but you really don't understand that off your first viewing, I feel like. Very oh, okay. I, was, I, I didn't. I no, was no, like, no, yeah. okay, I get that he was already a part of it, but at what point was he a part of it? I was no, like, that was new. That was like, they didn't explain that. You're yeah. right. It was, I was like, that's a little unexplained, so like, yeah. you kind of have to like put it together yourself at the end. But other than that, like, it made pretty much a, a good amount of sense to me. And For the first step? The, yeah, for the first episode. And like the violence in it was immediately impressive oh yeah the like way it they wasn't it. like technically impressive like they weren't showing me more than i haven't seen before mm-hmm. but in the way they were showing it was really cool like yes. the speed at which he was fighting and the music and the whole attitude of the scene it just played really well for the show so i was like holy shit i love chainsaw man and i want to see his peen saw yeah you his gotta chain-sis. see the chainsaw yeah the chain is the chain is um, also, another thing to look forward to uh, later down the road in episode four today when I watched it, um, the 
titty dick demon. Oh no! Oh yeah! This is gonna be crazy. You have one. You have two more titties left. <laughs> You're running titty, out of titties. You're on a titty talker top time towner. <laughs> All right. And, Points for effort. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it is absurd. And all Chainsaw Man wants to do anyway, like he's he fuck. said, that's all he wants to do. And he can't anymore because he's a chainsaw penis. He can't, but he'll find a way. I mean, the manga was pretty absurd, so yeah, he'll find a way. It doesn't follow the manga like a hundred percent to a T, but they're putting a lot of good stuff in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I'm not going to talk about more of it because that would be going past the first episode. Sure. That's a good fucking introduction to the show, though, if you yeah. like. And if that sounds interesting to you, check it out on Hulu. Like, four episodes are out as of the time of this recording, so. Those guys at RDC World are at it again in there in, it in the best way. They just released this thing called Anime House Number 6. Yeah. And it was live action, and they made it, and they put a lot of production money into it. You know, you can just tell because yeah. they have, like, effects and shit in this one. Mm -hmm. And it's an hour and, like, 15 minutes long. Like, really good quality. Shout out to those guys because they're just... It's it's not that it's just funny. You can get behind the storyline. They're making the shit up. Like, yeah. You know, it's just... They're just cool as shit. I love those guys. That's and it's rad. so funny, man. Yeah. You should check it out. Uh, okay. It's long it's long but if it's worth it it's worth it it's fucking worth it because yeah. like you know they have like anime characters fighting each other and all this stuff the thing that i don't know is how the fuck do they get the like licensing for all that because we're talking about name brand anime characters all in this motherfucker huh yeah, yeah. i don't know well it could be parody law what's that it's like if you're parodying something or like not applicable yeah or uh there's a certain amount of copyright laws, like, ways to get around shit, like... Because how do people make, like, Goku cartoons and put them on YouTube? Yeah, that's what I'm trying you know to figure out. Like, the thing is, they're not really gonna, like, ever make enough money for it to be a threat to Dragon Ball Z. Like, it's and never gonna... Is that what it is? It, as soon as it becomes a threat to the property and the people that are making money off the name, they will send out a cease and desist. Interesting. But very rarely would someone do that for a YouTube video. They would more likely just, like, non-monetize your content make it so that you can't get paid off that one video interesting so okay that's super cool i didn't know that either yeah. so that's it for uh me oh yeah brandon what do you got baby um so last week i was like oh let's watch a let's watch a scary movie <laughs> and i went to hbo max because they seem to have pretty scary movies netflix their horror movies kind of suck. Mm. And they're yeah, they're cheesy as fuck. They're I watched one on Halloween. I don't even remember what it was. That's how bad it was. Um, and so I decided to watch Hostel. Yeah. Ooh. you never That's seen a good it? One. I'd never seen it before. Oh. It was very like 2005, 2007. Yep. Yeah. Very, very much Early so. Early aughts. Yep. Um, it was it was interesting. It's a time I, capsule. Um, I didn't really know actually anything going into it i remember hearing someone talk about it a long time ago i didn't know it was gonna be a lot of tits i have more tit counter than you because you say it every week yeah yeah <laughs> um it was it kind of took a while to get into it it was really slow at first because i was like okay yeah they're going from it's a, it's a thick setup yeah they're just starting abroad okay they're horny college guys and they want to go meet some girls so they get told to go to this hotel. A hostel, if you will. Hostel. Yeah, trust me, there's a difference. 
<laughs> what is the difference? Okay, so a hotel is an establishment where you pay for a room by yourself that is secure and locked, and you can hold your stuff like and be like private. Hostels, you generally are paying for bigger rooms that you share communally with strangers. Okay. And you have like a communal bathroom. It's very cheap. It's just like a, a, a fly-by-night living situation. So like a dormitory, but you pay for it. But worse. Uh, Airbnb? Uh, but, no, Airbnb's but, but way more communal than you would like it to be. Okay. Um, and you have to kind of sleep next to people you don't know. Um, so it's not a hotel. Okay. Like a hotel is a, we are a company that takes your money. You have the security of li- like living in a space by yourself that is locked and y- no one can touch your shit. Like hostels are very like, oh no, you leave your shit out with people. You just have to trust them. Interesting. Okay. So yeah, it started off and then it was a little slow and then we got into... I feel like they were drugged at the club they were at. Yep. Because the one guy passed out in the bathroom and then his other friend died. <laughs> to sum it up, he just died. Yeah, I haven't seen this movie in so long. Got his fucking head cut off. No, he... I remember that they... He was like, well, if you want to go, you can leave. And he cut his Achilles. Ugh. Uh, he cut something on his hand or his wrist. And so when you, your Achilles is torn you can't walk yeah yeah so he's trying to crawl out and then the guy takes him kills him and his friend is like really confused on like where he was and so he tries to find the girls but those girls just work for whoever is running this company because every you pretty much sign up and you pay for a room and people are delivered to you and you can just torture them however you want you, yes. want, you can make it fast you can make it slow and so the one guy he wants to go see the... They call it an art show. That was his friend. He goes and sees the art show and ends up getting captured, but then he's ended up able to get out because the guy that was in his room was like... It was his first time doing it, so he didn't really know how to like keep the shackles down and stuff like that. And then, <coughs> like you were saying upstairs, I was watching this movie and the one guy decides to save some random Asian lady that he has had two interactions with the whole fucking movie. The whole movie. And... You see him walk in there and she's getting her eye like drilled out and then she's like crying, 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 whatever, and then he chops her eyeball off. Eyeball cheese. It was absurd. Super duper gross. I was like, is this what happens when you fucking burn an eyeball and then uh. you fucking cut off where the cord is? Yeah, yeah the sound the sound effect was just like Yeah, and it was like It, it was, was Hostel came out in the time of Saw. When yes, Saw was like becoming big and one of uh, within the first two movies, Hostel was already out. A, and they yeah, were c- direct competitors movie. for, yeah, I was for body competing. horror, yeah, or for for torture horror. <coughs> and uh, they would get called torture porn a lot of the time. And then that's when Faces of Death was going fucking hard with yeah. like different like. What year did Hostel like come out? Two thousand one. 2005. Okay. 2005. Now, what year did the first Saw come out? Because I'd be curious. I'd say 2003. 2004. Okay. So, it's... Back and forth. Back and back. Yeah, like, these were the two that were defining horror at that time, and that's what people wanted to see. It was this and found footage. Yeah. It was this and paranormal activity. And you would still have your reboots of slashers and your stuff like that. But there really wasn't a lot else going on in horror, so... I'm 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 very curious. What brought you to watch Hostel? Yeah, Eli Roth. 
what about him? Like, have you been watching his other shows or something? I remember just he always makes pretty grounded horror movies. Yeah. Like, he's done a lot of stuff that not... Um, did he make Green Inferno? Yes. Beautiful movie. I love that Be- fucking beautifully movie. Beautifully made. I, ha- I own it on Blu-ray because it's so good. If a movie's good, I will buy it. Like, if, if it's not good, I'm, like, uh, I'll watch it on a streaming service if I can. You know, okay. like... Yeah. I mean, he just makes good... He makes bangers, no matter what. Yeah, it's pretty much always good shit. Have you seen Haunt? I'm not. Oh. Yes. It's so good. It's like, what if the people at a haunted house were actual killers? So he uh, does, like, stuff that actually happened to people is what his... Yeah, that kind MLS. of stuff. Pretty, pretty, pretty much. And then he puts a fictional spin on it. Yes. And, like, gets it to be, like, grounded so you can believe it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But he's really good at that. He has a series on Shudder. Uh, I forget what it's called, but it's under their... Like, <laughs> they have documentaries and series and all that. It's one... It's, like, History of Horror or something on like Shutter? that. Shudder? Yeah. That's reputable right yeah. there. Yeah. And it Eli goes... Ross, History of Horror. It goes through every type of horror that's ever been, like, slashers, <laughs> body horror, psychological horror, creature features, all the different types of horror. <clears throat> And it, like, talks about how they all changed horror in general. Oh, he made a... Have you seen that movie Clown he made? Uh, Yeah, where the dad becomes the clown. Yeah. It's it's not bad. He made Knock Knock with Keanu Keanu Reeves. Reeves. That was was a good one. The ending was funny. But, yeah, Eli Roth is a a very good director. Anything he gets his hands on, I'm pretty much going to watch it. Heard. Like, he's, he's he's got a good eye for cinematic suspense and like the thriller mentality that early Quentin Tarantino kind of had. Oh, you mean um, like, like his horror flicks? Uh, no, just like in the sense of his writing. Okay. Like the way it came off and the way it was just so like dramatic, but chill. Well, cause like his all horror stuff, is the same way. Cause like green inferno, it's just people going on a uh, mission trip. Technically, right? Yeah. No, it's people trying to save the rainforest and rainforest. being activists and shit from college. Yeah, so then hostel, it's just studying abroad. Yeah. That's just people saying hostels when you study abroad because yeah. you were able to travel cheap over there. Haunt is people going to haunted houses. Yeah. And I mean, that's it's all just, just doing real shit, but if it goes bad, essentially. Pretty what a much, bummer. yeah. And I like that because it's like realistic horror is, like, what, is what he specializes in. Which is scarier in. than like... Yeah. Cause Jason Because like, yeah, you're like Jason's not real I know no one's gonna chase me In a hockey mask But someone In Yo, a haunted Jason house If they real. wanted to Could kill me And no one would think It's real for a while Yeah You know Like that is scary So like there's certain Types of realistic horror He specializes in I think When you think about Something like that That just makes your brain melt You know what Yeah I mean? like, Oh like, for sure I can't believe that Someone would like Kill me in a haunted house. You're like, yeah. and you're fucked. Yeah, like you as know? soon as you don't expect it, that chainsaw. Oh, that was part of the show, dude. Uh, for <laughs> sure, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. oh no, yeah, it's fake. Wink. Yeah, wink, <laughs> wink. But uh, no, I just I love Eli Roth and everything he does. I'm glad you saw Hostel. What would be your rating out of five? Probably a three. A three, just because it didn't age well. Okay. But, like, if I saw it in 2005... Yeah. I'd have been like, well, what the fuck? Yeah. Because, like you said, Saw just came out a year prior, and this would have came out, and so it's, like, obviously, like, the dialogue and... So cheesy. Some of the dialogue they said isn't really acceptable for 2022. Oh, yeah. But... 
It's you kind of have to time capsule yourself. Yeah, you. It's like I'm not going to degrade it from that. Like sure, it's yeah. not going to drop it down. It's, right. It's a product of its time. Yeah. So I'd probably say a three. Okay. Would I watch it again while eating Taco Bell? No. While eating Taco Bell? Zero. Then you'd be like, my nacho cheese came out of her eye. <laughs> I was eating a quesadilla and nacho oh. cheese did come out of my quesadilla. Wow. Mm. Goop came out of her eye. That is or eye truth. cheese, as you yeah. refer it to it as eye cheese. Oh God. Yeah. That's gross. Well, I I I I wouldn't disagree with that. It's not the best movie in the world, but it definitely broke everyone's idea of what horror could be for a while. Oh, for sure. Yes. I'd give and it a four. It changed. Yeah, I'd say like four point <laughs> five. Yeah. Uh, it, it's up there with me with like classic movies, but just because of what it did. And, and how it made me feel when I first watched it like as a, a young... Because you understand, when these movies oh, came out, that's Brandon... That's a good point. Brandon, like when these movies came out, we were younger than you. Yeah. So, yeah. like, so like when we saw this, we I were, like, like what teenagers or younger. Yeah. Like, in middle school, maybe even. Like, Deadass. Yeah, because in 2000, 2005, I, 2005 I was in 8th grade. Yeah, and I graduated. Yeah. Because I started in 2006 in high school, graduated in 2010. And then I remember because Dustin graduated in 2011. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's just crazy to think about that. Like, when I saw this movie, I was half your age. I was 16 years old. <laughs> that's yeah. fucking nuts. 17, maybe. Yeah, that's just like what Ari Aster movies are going to be like in Jesus. 10 years. Yeah. Wow. What do you think about M. Night Shyamalan? The twist. What a twist. That's really all he's got going for him. Yeah, I think he's losing his luster. Yeah. He was really good back in the day. He did really good. And then he made one of the worst, if not worst movies ever in Avatar. Oh, yeah, I agree. Which one? Yeah, I was going to say which one. The Last Airbender is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Mm, I remember that when I was nine. I was nine. I was like, wow, this is bad. Yeah. My my scale of bad at nine is pretty fucking high, dude. Like, <laughs> it was it was bad, man. Like it tried to cram fucking like four seasons into one movie almost. And then he also where the fuck was Toph? <laughs> well, I don't. He was only tight casting, which is perfectly fine with this. He's only tight casting um, the Indian Indian people and yeah. Asian people. He was he refused to make the movie unless he did that. Well, which, which is, is fine, cool. But, yeah, I'm, I don't hate on because he always puts his people on in yeah, all of his movies. Period. Exactly. You know. Yeah. But if you want to make a good movie, you can't just have people who never acted before be in at that time. One, one of the, the most, biggest fucking cartoons on the planet. Yeah, and so it's one of those things where I was like, I remember for some odd reason I remember I watched it when I was sick. Yeah. And I was sitting like, there and I was like, tight. I was like, this thing makes no sense. Oh, the like, movie. The movie. Oh yeah, the trash. Yeah. I was like, I watched the show. Yeah. I was like, this makes no sense at all. Like, what are they trying to do? And then he it's got like two the, hours long. Yeah, he got into the fight from like season four where he was at the ice uh, tribe and they were uh, trying to go up onto the shore with the fucking boats. And he did that fucking thing where he danced. Uh, he did and moved the waves and he crashed. Well, like when you think about it, the Avatar m- murdered so many people right there. Anyway, but yeah, <laughs> he, he like did it and then he fucking froze those motherfuckers in the cartoon. He's like, wow, and then just froze everybody yeah. in the Avatar state. So they died. But I think that movie was trash. 
has. Supposedly they want to remake a new one with someone else, but no, what, they can't. what else they don't they want to remake this year or Both. ever? Mm. I could go on a tangent about that, but <laughs> no, I feel that. Hey, as long as it adds to it and it isn't just self-serving, I like it. Well, I'll leave it at this. They're remaking a Christmas story, and they're having all the same characters yeah. come back, but. He shot his freaking eye out, man. It doesn't really affect me. <clears throat> yeah. I don't care. I'm not going to watch it. Oh, I'm definitely going to watch it. Right. Comes out in two weeks. All right. Right during the holiday season. Am I right? No shit. <laughs> am I right? <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. I didn't know that. That's funny. Lucian, what's on your topic agenda today? Um, I watched Bullet Train with Brad Pitt. Oh, How was that? It was really, really, really weird. How and so? good. Um, the directing style was different. Brad Pitt was billed as the main character, but was not the main character of the movie, um, which I thought was actually a good thing. Like the fact that he was just this random side character, but they billed him to be like, oh, the movie is about him. It was very interesting. Um, I liked that it was a, a kind of a heist movie. And the stakes were really high the whole time, but it was from multiple perspectives. Were so the stakes it, high for murder? Uh, oh, yeah. There were people dying. People be dropping, like, Ooh. hard. Ooh. And it was uh, David Leach, which fucking... I forget what else he did. I think he was the Deadpool... One of the Deadpool directors. Deadpool he 2. He did Deadpool 2. He did all the Deadpool shorts. Yeah. Amazing. And Atomic uh, Blonde. So he's worked with the Hargraves, oh. or Sam Hargrave, which we interviewed yeah. twice. Um, so was it shot like a stunt movie? Um, yeah. And yeah. being that it was on a bullet train, it was actually pretty incredible visually. And they were riding through Japan. So like, oh, so imagine those sick. visuals, bro. Like mm-hmm. when the sun comes up kind of shit. Like it was amazing. And Brad Pitt in Japan was just funny as fuck. He was just filling in for someone at like a super secret assassin spy company. And like just has the worst day ever. Um, his name is Ladybug. And I don't know, man. It was just one of those movies where, like, you would recognize people. Fucking ladybug. And, and they would pull in random ass people, and you'd be like, holy shit, that's that person. Sandra fucking Bullock is in this movie? Yes, for like a split couple minutes. Damn, she's old. There's so many people in this movie. Don't ruin it, because, like, if you ruin it. I won't. It, trust me, finding out some of the people that were in it were in it was, like, some of the surprise in the movie. Like, okay. the guy who plays Kick-Ass is one of these, like, assassins that are supposed to be twins, but they're clearly not related, because the other guy is the dude from Atlanta that's Paperboy. Oh, like, that's great. And, and they're, like, the twins. <laughs> and their names are Tangerine and Lemon. And they're, nice. like, they're, like, guarding this Mafia Don's son, and, like, there's this whole suitcase situation, and... It's really complex story where everyone's trying to get this money and kill this dude. Who are they trying to kill? Uh, this uh, the White Death, who is like okay. this white Russian fucking Japanese mob boss for like the yakuza or some kind of <laughs> shit like that. Okay, don't say who is plays him. That's, that's just funny because that's yeah. who I guess he was gonna play. And you were. It's really funny it, you know, when you find out that that's who it is, and they, he actually does a weird job of like being a good boss. But you're like, why is it that guy? And I'm not going to say who it is because I want everyone to watch this movie. Bullet Train is actually super hilarious. It's a little lengthy. So, like, it's kind of like in the first hour and a half, you're like, okay, this, does is, drag. this is a thick boy. And I got to, like, have a Red Bull or some shit. No kidding. But, like, once it kicks up, it really <clears throat> kicks up and you have a great time. Heard. So, I would totally recommend it. If you're looking for something that's just, like, 
a a new kind of spy movie that's not like anything else. Okay. Well, I'm Is definitely gonna this have to check the that White out. Russian? No, that's just a mascot on the train. There's like an entire uh, in Japan they had the like this entire box of a train that's like themed towards this like anime character, and all the seats heads looked like the anime character, and there's like rave lights in there and shit. Hell yeah! And there's just like this giant mascot dancing the whole time. It's really funny, but uh, yeah, it's a really kind of whodunit, uh, high speed assassin movie. Okay, so take Smoke and Aces take oceans 11 and like give it a shit ton of crack and put it on like a high, crank uh, uh, yeah and put it on a high speed train going t- to outer space okay and you're like that's bullet train and visually it's beautiful so like you're like holy fuck this movie is great i mean like the movie crank oh no just like you know crank yeah Okay, got I'm, it. I'm not saying like you, you, you're doing. I'm saying you. That's the concept that this movie is yeah. like. Oh my god, this is super fucked up. You I know, can like dig that. high speed adrenaline kind of movie, like you know that kind of shit. Uh, it's How like it's re- like you take a teddy bear and you give it twenty Red Bulls, Sheesh. and then you punch it in the face and you send it to the moon. That's the feeling this movie gives you. What is the what's the teddy bear doing? I, I don't know, man, but that's what you just did. <laughs> yeah, he's you got one more titty left in you. That's the feeling. <laughs> yeah, one more. T- I can feel it. I got a titty. <laughs> yeah, three tits. Of he's predicting show. how many times you're gonna say titty today, and I think he might be right. <laughs> um, but yeah, Bullet Train. If I'm gonna rate it out of five, I would honestly give it a four point five out of five. It yeah, won me good. over, and even in the parts where it was bad, it was good. I was like, no, this is still entertaining, and I and I like it, and it's winning me over, and there's nothing about it that really doesn't make sense or holds me back from enjoying it. Heard. Yeah. So I really, really <clears throat> liked it. It's not something I would like hyperfixate on or obsess about, but it's definitely something where if someone was just looking for a movie and didn't know what they wanted to watch, they'd be like, you should check this out. Comedy shit. Uh, yeah, I actually say would say it's uh pretty close. It's just not hyper violent it's violent you know actually it is hyper violent now that i think about it it's more subtle hyper violent but very hyper pop comedy you know yeah so yeah it it totally fits the mold the mold for that genre for sure good but yeah no super excited about here on the fucking geekly remember that Woo! yeah that's our fucking movie genre uh search hyper violent pop comedy on anywhere you're podcasting and you'll find the episode about it we also talked about it in our death race episode and then another previous episode yeah. we've just been adding to this genre and it's been really weird it's so anybody, idea, though. we found what we like maybe we should make some merch for hyper pop hyper hyper violent pop comedy merch is it like a t- is it like shall you from tekken like kicking off fucking jen's head or maybe something? but just like not copyrighted change their hair just change their hair to purple (laughs) just do something like that yeah we should make a fucking shirt for that though that'd be cool maybe we could do it for our patreon yeah yeah and if you want to support the show mm -hmm. yeah uh patreon is probably the best way all the money goes towards our touring fees our website fees our maintenance fees and putting out way more content than we know what to do with so if, if you want early access vip discord status and extra content, behind-the-scenes content, shout-outs, 
you can even suggest topics for us. There, there's a merch tier. Guys, we're losing our minds here. If you want to support what we do and support us getting to that next level of content, patreon.com slash TWG podcast is literally the only way. So check it out. And, and high uh, fives. And high fives all around. And firm handshakes. Here, Pearl Jam high five. Jeremy has fucking spoken. Let's go. There we go. <laughs> we we made it. that work. Yeah, you guys we didn't did see it. it, but we made it work. We did a Pearl Jam high five. But yeah, no, that's my movie recommendation. Google Pearl uh, Jam high five. <laughs> yeah, and it I, went perfectly I got as that, you all saw. I got that from Studio 666, because that's something Dave Grohl says. He's like, Pearl Jam high five. <laughs> <laughs> well, then perfect. If he said it, you know it. it's true. Then you know it's real. Exactly. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, anything else for the night, boys? Or should we uh, turn off the lights? Do you want to talk about sports? Oh, yeah. I want to talk Get about divisional into fucking football right now and how Ooh. I'm upset about Green Bay being pieces of shit right now. And how now. my Vikings are curb stomping you. And how they're the fuck. They, how they're literally the lead of our division. It's really upsetting. Three-game lead. It's absurd. I don't think it's absurd. I think that Aaron Rodgers is washed. No, I don't think so. I will say it till the day I die. No way. He's still really good and very accurate. Um, the only problem is, is he just can't, I mean, he made Randall Cobb come out of retirement, like fucking for this bullshit. Yeah. For this bullshit. I, that's what I was going to say for this bullshit. It sucks because I don't think he's doing the best job that he can. And most of the games, he barely hits them now. You know what I'm saying? Well, you guys have too many young wide receivers is the problem. And well, and they really want that. Like they re- they want that spotlight but they all they're not the best they don't re- they're not that good i've seen alan lazard in games cuz i watch red zone on sundays yeah. so i can see everything mm-hmm. lazard has dropped open passes romeo dobb has dropped open passes it's, randall cobb should not have came back he is old and he's old he's needed like a little bit of oil every time he comes off the field yeah but he's still fast and still fucking like when he gets the ball but why don't you guys use aaron jones you guys have aaron jones just so. do what what the Vikings have done every other year before this year and just run the run ball him. down the yeah. fucking throat. run him. I mean, you only can do so much because... Yeah, and we, ha- we have like a new line for our offense as well. So everyone's just... It's just having a hard time. and but, I, but if that's the case, then the Vikings have damn near a whole new offensive line, front line as we well. Have new, we have a new offensive coordinator. Yeah, yeah. That's why. I mean, we got Hawkinson. That really surprised me yesterday. I was kind of confused at first on, the, on why we got him. Yeah. But then our tight end is on IR for eight to ten weeks. That's pretty much the rest of the season. Yep. Um, we only gave up, gave up a second and a third, and we got Hawkinson and a fourth round and a conditional fourth round. And that's not bad either. That's not bad yeah. at all. And Hawkinson is <clears> – I'm an Iowa football fan, so mm-hmm. having him come onto our team, I think he was underutilized in Detroit just because of their quarterback struggles. Because he was the uh, number eight pick in the draft. Yeah. Out of his draft class. He's... I you mean, think he'll shine a little bit more on the Vikes? Um, I think he's going to be very good for our running game because he's a very good blocking tight end. Yeah. Um, He's able to, I think, down the line. Like, obviously, this week it's going to be a little trial and error. See what he's good at, what he's not good at. Um, I like him on the team just for the versatility in our receiving core now. Because, obviously... Once it gets down and knock on wood, we make it deep into the playoffs. They're going to be caring, caring more about Jefferson and where he's at. They'll give Thielen a little bit of room. They'll obviously have Dalvin in the backfield off of, you know, little wheel routes. And mm-hmm. then you'll have Hawkinson, which can really, he can do a lot. 
Now, he is injury-prone, kind of, so that's a little worrisome. But at the same time, he had to do a lot for when he's in Detroit, which yeah. we've obviously both seen because our teams are in the same division. Exactly. Um, speaking of our division, the Bears got Claypool. I think that's going to be interesting because Justin Fields doesn't really have a wide receiver one. True. Uh, the Lions are in full tank mode, it seems like now. I don't think that they're going to do too much with any of the people from even if they were from the trade or not. It's the fucking Bears. They do like, do you think that they're like an upset team? The Bears the division the right division? now? Yeah. I think the Bears have more. I mean, there's still possibility, but, you know, divisionally, I don't know. I'd have to look at how the all stat, that works. Yeah. But I know that right now, since we have a two game lead in the division, we mm-hmm. beat the Packers and the Bears and the Lions. And the, so we have that's three games we have in a divisional lead already. And then. Personally, I I love Dan Campbell as a human being, but as a coach, obviously he's not getting it done. Now, is that his fault? No. He came into a poverty franchise, and he had to deal with all the repercussions of trading and oh, new yeah. people and stuff like that. <clears throat> so, I mean, they're injury-prone. DeAndre Swift keeps getting hurt. Jamal Adams sucks. I think they might fire our fucking coach as well. I think – well, Rodgers – he got bamboozled by Devonta Adams because yeah. Devonta Adams said he was going to stay, and then he went to Oakland, which he got fucking Absurd. shit on for that. Yeah. He's not doing fucking jack shit in Oakland. True. Because at the beginning of the year, I thought that AFC division was going to be the best, AFC West. Mm-hmm. It's been so lackluster. I always think that the NFC is going to do, ours is going to do. Oh, our, our thing, I mean. NFC North. Yeah, because it's always close. Mm-hmm. Every year from... When I was get, born, it's yeah. always you and our team fighting for a division ch- championship. Championship mm-hmm. every year. It's I always get my heart broken. So I, I think this year you guys have a really good chance to do something. You might. You're definitely making it to the playoffs. Are you going to make it to the finals? I don't know. I don't know either. I. Uh, if we have to play the Eagles again. <sighs> I mean, eventually you will. You know what I eventually mean. Eventually yeah. we will. Yeah. I'm not gonna. I don't think the Eagles would be undefeated. No. I think they'll lose a few games down the stretch. It's crazy that you guys were almost undefeated. Yeah, we only lost was to the only undefeated team in the league yeah. was the Eagles. Yeah, that's what I was like. I mean, all my friends joke, it's like, you guys are only good and not primetime. You're not wrong. That's true, because when it gets to primetime, you guys choke all I don't the know. fucking time. Like Kirk Cousins, you know, I'm not going to lie. I was doubting that man beginning of the year, but he has. How's that ball toss? Proved me wrong. Heard that. Then he started putting on chains. Then he yeah. hit the gritty. Yeah. He's a cultured man. He's a cultured man. He's a cultured man. <laughs> so with that, I think yeah. we're going to end the episode here. All right. My name is Brandon. Huh? What? Yeah. Huh? Who are you? Brando. Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I've been Lucian the Weirdo with a Beardo. Thanks for listening, y'all. And my name is Nate. Look forward to new anime stuff coming out soon. And... Nagon! Get out of here! You hear me? Get! And we're back! Get out of here! You are listening to The Weekly Geekly. I don't know. The Weekly Geekly's pretty cool. And the Counterculture Podcast. <laughs>